The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs. Remember that, DDDs, Devotional Diamonds of the Day, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life if you have a hard heart. Ooh, that's mean. Also, the review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. It doesn't matter whether you're listening to radio, you're watching television, you're on the internet, you have a magazine. doesn't matter what it is. I can tell you one thing. The day is approaching and a lot closer today than it was yesterday. Here's a good sign. The love of many will grow cold. Yep, I think we got that going for sure. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use if we decide to be doers of the word and not just hearers. Getting off our blessed assurance would be good. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? 14 days from now, I will let you know when we pay radio rent why we have a radio show. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. Well, we don't care. That's kind of how I feel about it. For the next few minutes, though, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever made a plan to accomplish something, and then you're in the middle of that plan, and you cannot accomplish it, and then you realize you have to stop and surrender it? Have you ever gone through that experience as a Christian? If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question— If you've got something you want to share, if you've got something that you want to combine everybody's faith in for a prayer request so we can join our faith together, we're going to be praying uh, again for Ukraine, and we're going to pray again for Avery Rice. We have an update. She's doing better, but we need to keep praying. We need to pray for everybody. So if you've got that going on, if you've got something you want to share, the Lord's blessed you with. He's given you a great testimony, a great answer to prayer, a great favor in a situation, and you just want to share that because it's a blessing, then we want you to have that opportunity as well. Any of those things that you want to do to enhance, strengthen, bless, coordinate, unite, unify the brothers and the sisters that you have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Go past denominations. We do it all the time. We say it all the time. I'm a Baptist, you might as well get used to it. Uh, I'm, I'm very committed to both groups, although uh, most people think I should just be committed, but that's a separate thing altogether. Bottom line is we want to help one another, bless one another, strengthen one another, and encourage one another. 
And so we're going to give you the opportunity to do that. There's a way to do that directly through the phone. It's amazing. Uh, you don't even have to travel through time to do it. All you do is call 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will get Captain Chris. You know what that's, uh, that's similar to? That's similar to getting a free set of Ginzu knives. There you go. Because you'll be talking to him and then you will be... Like that one? Ginzu knives, huh? That's not too bad, right? It's a good deal. I know. But just remember, I said it's similar to that. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, also, you can reach out to us via the uh, texter Rooney. I guess that's what we'll call it. 214-210-8483. Don't call that number because you'll get a really bad voicemail thingy. Uh, 214-210-8483 on the text. That's 214-210-8483. There you go. Uh, as well, you can uh, send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Like we told you the other day, uh, it's not corn pop at hemustincrease.org. It's david at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. As well, we're going to send you to the website. A couple things to tell you about this. Da, 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 da. The pods are back up. <laughs> da, 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 So I'm not even going to go into it because I don't want to. <laughs> Because you don't want this show to spiral down. Trust me. The pods are back up. We are going to be looking for a new pod hosting company is the way things are going now. But yesterday's show is now on there as well as all the previous shows. If you have any problems, let me know. Uh, The big deal about that is they were down for 24 hours. Now they're back up. And they're all back to normal as far as we know for uh, as much time as we can do to get them shifted over somewhere else. Also, I want you to go to the website to check out the website. Eric said something to me that was really interesting. He said, oh, I didn't know that there was some other links or that those were in uh, the brochures had some updates on them. And so they've all everything's had updates on it. So if you have not looked at the website in like 48 or 72 hours, you are behind. I'm just telling you. So you want to check out the website, see all the different links, especially the hamburger at the top right. Click on there. You go a little bit down. There's like 24 links to different things. And then finally, and very importantly, is that is a great place to give. You can do it through PayPal. If you need to do a direct credit card, you can call me. You can send a check in. Whatever it's going to work, we want that to be there for you, but we don't want you to guilt We want you to do it because you believe the Lord puts it on your heart to do. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. You know what that reminds me of? The Cheech and Chong thing where the guy go, where the teacher goes, young man, give me that knife. And you hear, anyway, that's what it reminds me of. I'm just saying. 
just one of those weird things. All right, we're gonna do the prayer in the next segment. We want to do. Uh, we want to get into First John a little bit because I don't want you to miss some of this stuff we need to talk about. We are in First John. For those who are trying to figure out where we're at, we're in First John chapter two, and we're right at like verse three ish is uh, kind of what I would say. So we'll pick it up actually using verse two and then launching into verse three. Just gonna do the teaching because our time we got so much stuff to do today. Just hang on. It'll be fun. Here we go. So picking up about verse 2, he himself is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not for ours alone, but also for the sins of the whole world. Of course, we talked about last week that applies if people accept the gospel, not reject the gospel. By this, we can be sure that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. If someone says, I know him, but doesn't keep his commandments, he's a liar and the truth is not in him. But if anyone keeps his word, the love of God has been perfected in him. So I love John because John, just he doesn't go by the world standards. It's like, hey, they, they don't do that. They're a liar. We would call them a liar. <laughs> it's like so hard to say for people. It's like, hey, that's what the book says, right? God chose those words for a reason. They work for me. And he says this, though, that I find is fascinating. He said, we can be sure that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments. And then you sit there and you think, well, see, that proves that you have to do everything that the law says. And see, But see, what it says right there is not what you would just say when you just repeated that, what I just repeated back. It says, we can be sure we've come to know him if we keep his commandments. Not the Old Testament 613 or 619 commandments. What was the summation of the commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. Love your neighbor as you love yourself, plus the add-on, John 13, 33, 34, and 35. Love one, a new commandment I give you. Love one another. Every one of those commandments has love in it. It's not that the commandments are really that complex, but there's many of us that fail to honor and respect the Lord in doing that. By you understanding that, it's not that you're going to, quote, unquote, perform perfectly for God. I just wish that we could all—I um, wish the, the Hebrews author could be here and just say, where he says that part in, in chapter 6, grow up. <laughs> it's like, that's so good. It's like, boy, that's a great thing to say to church people, isn't it? Grow up, for crying out loud. Bottom line is, we have to keep pursuing to keep reflecting. Now you're saved— isn't that awesome? Now you and I have the responsibility to reflect Jesus. Jesus tells us how to reflect him. And by the way, if you're trying to figure out what it is that we're supposed to reflect, read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Just keep reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, maybe a hundred times in your lifetime, so you can get a general idea of what Jesus is like. That's how we're supposed to be. That'll just help you. And the idea, and that doesn't take away, by the way, from the rest of the Word of God, because in the Scriptures, Paul makes everybody understand that the, the formation of the theologies are based on the Gospels. So don't, don't get weird. It all starts with the Gospel. It starts with good news. And then the rest of the writings manifest for us to apply and to do the different things that we're called to do. But if you can't love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, you don't know him. If you're not willing to love your neighbor as you love yourself, you don't know him. If you're not willing to love your brothers and sisters for whom Christ not only died, but the blood is applicable, you really don't know him. Because that was really, really 
really important to Jesus. And that's why he put it in holy writ. It was important when he was walking the earth, and he reiterated it 1,500 times afterwards. So that is how we can know that we know him, because we're doing what he wants us to do. Okay, we can do that. All right, we'll take a break and come back. So much to talk about. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Who is David Spoon? We have on the line Tina from Elko. Tina, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? What? I am doing great. One, the, is this the first time you've heard the show? No, I listen to you every time I get into my car when I leave my job. Ah, awesome. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we can be praying for just to be in agreement with you regarding anything that the Lord's working on in you? Yeah, there okay. is. Okay, fire away. Um, first of all, I'd like to see my family's hearts turn. Second of all, I am not putting God first and... I'm not being obedient in certain ways. Let me sum it up a little bit. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I should answer it. So I really need prayer to get back on track with God. Okay. Let me pray with you, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Let's pray. Lord, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Tina to you, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost you would work on her family's hearts, that uh, there'd be a softening, and that there'd be a grace and a mercy given uh, to the family and uh, between the relationship that Tina has with the family, and we just pray that your mercy would prevail, and we just pray that you would encourage her. Instead of this being a discouragement, let this become an encouragement that she is a daughter of the Most High seeking out help from her Heavenly Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Before we go to the trivia question, we're going to go to prayer because we have several people that uh, need prayer. Then I just want to kind of give a shout out. So Deborah asked through Susie, you know, why I don't talk a lot about Passover. So I, I will in the second hour not tell you why I don't talk about Passover, but tell you a story from Passover. And uh, then we'll go from there. But for most people are like, well, how come you don't you know talk more about it? It's like for me, the Passover upbringing is not what it is for the church and Easter. Uh, certainly, there is that. Obviously, there's the connection and the flow. Although some things are are, are better told than actually spoken of in Scripture. But I'm going to tell you a story that happened, and you'll be like going, wow. <laughs> It's funny. Relax. Uh, but in the meantime, I want to go to prayer, so let's pray. We've got specific people I want to pray with, so we're just just join your faith with mine. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up everybody to you. We thank you for everybody that you've brought into our lives, and we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. That's the most amazing thing, Lord, is that you even bother to be concerned about us because we are not worthy of the extent of the love that you pour out upon us. So we've been praying, Lord, for Avery Rice, and we continue to pray for her. She's making great strides. The mom is calling, uh, Deborah's calling for more and more prayers because they're working, and we're going to lift those to you. And we ask you just to keep making progress in her life. We believe that's going to be a wonderful testimony. You're moving in that family. You're moving in Avery's life, and we're just asking for healing to take place for her. We also want to pray for Annika. She She's needing a little bit of peace for sleep. She's having a hard time sleeping. We want to cover that. That's It's very uncomfortable. No, nobody likes being around me when I am <laughs> don't get enough sleep. That's uh, for sure, Lord. And so I just, I'm just asking that you give her that peace. And then we have all these people, and she brings up a great point. We have all these people who are going to be having Easter celebrations, and they're going to be engaging with unbelievers, Lord. And we don't always do the best in representation there. So this year, Lord, instead of us being uh, the Hebrew hammers, maybe, Lord, we could just witness with wisdom and that you would have the Holy Spirit guide us, and that Holy Spirit, you would direct us when to and when not to, and that we would function in that spirit with that attitude, and that you would guide us to be great lights to people who are in darkness. And we are just praying for your help. Of course, we pray for the churches, that they would give great presentations, and that you would rebuke Satan from stopping people to come. And that people would go to the churches, your churches, the true churches, Lord, and that they would hear the gospel and respond. We just pray for your grace, and we'll pray again and again, because we love to see your name glorified, your kingdom advanced. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so we got that covered there. Got a lot going on. Like I said, just a lot going on, folks. Uh, Here's your first trivia question. In the Garden of Gethsemane. Is this like a question along the lines of Easter-y kind of stuff? Yeah. In the Garden of Gethsemane, how many times did Jesus return to find his disciples asleep? How many times did Jesus return to find his disciples asleep? 
If you think you know the answer, we, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. You can call in 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, as well as you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We'll do our DNA real fast. Then we'll get the question answered, and we just got to keep it going. So DNA, D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily? Daily, every day. That's all that means. Every day, draw closer and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never. And A, always be ready. To serve. Which means that you are thinking of others. What? That's the way to go about it. Not just this weekend, because for Christians, every week and every weekend— is resurrection weekend and week? I'm sorry, so you can't you can get away? Yeah. Oh, one one time a year? <laughs> no, no, this isn't a. We celebrated one time a year. Yeah, no. Uh, somebody's ready to answer the trivia question, so here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello. 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 This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. This is Don. Hi, Don. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. All right. Ready for this one? Because I don't think this is hard, but it's 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 a classic because you feel for the disciples, but then you also feel for Jesus. Like You feel like, oh, these guys, this is a bad scenario. In the Garden of Gethsemane, how many times did Jesus return to find his disciples asleep? Three times. That is correct, sir! It is wow. three, and it's amazing. It's amazing because you would think that between the three, the Peter, James, and between the three of them, somebody might poke the other one and go, stay up. I stay know up. you would think that, but <laughs> and maybe it did happen, and they said, oh, just feel tired. So yeah. I don't know. They, they, got, they got just tired, tired. And I understand the tired part, but, boy, if you're Jesus coming back to look for the support, it's like, Hello? Hello? Are you guys awake? Hello? Wow. Tough times there. So excellent job, by the way. Thank you for that. Thank you. God bless you. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. All right. Let's get into the teaching. Just... That's right. Hold on. By the way, if you guys do know of a good uh, hosting company for the podcast, let me know. Even though I've been with uh, HipCast for 10 years, but apparently I'm no longer, you know, no longer on the list. Here we go. So the next part that I want to talk to you about is this one thing, and it's really weird, and I don't want you to get offended, although some of you will uh, typically get offended, but there's no reason to. Here's what the next part of the verse says. This is from verse 6. Whoever claims to abide in Jesus must walk as Jesus walked. Well, okay, hold on. Whoever claims, so this particular translation is, whoever claims to abide in him capital H, must walk as Jesus walked. And we just mentioned in the previous segment that uh, the, the way that you see how Jesus walks pretty clear. It's in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're not seven historical documents, though they are documented historically. They are, they're, they're not, I'm sorry, four uh, documents that are historical. They are documents of testimonies of people. 
which is substantially different. In other words, when you look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, these are people that are writing either from firsthand knowledge or from secondhand knowledge about the events that took place. And they're writing that which was either seen or communicated to them. And it's most amazing that Matthew, Mark, and Luke are so closely associated with stories because if I have you sit and go through a Star Wars movie and I sit down with four people and I tell them to write out the movie, I promise you I'm getting four different scripts. It's just how it goes. But these guys, right on target, same story, same lines all the way through, except for John, who uh, we uh, were well aware saw things quite differently. So these are four testimonies about the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. Always understand it that way. But the idea behind what Jesus does or how he would live, we have something in our country, don't we, that is the WWJD. You had that on bracelets. What would Jesus do? It's not the worst saying, but it's a little off center for a couple of reasons. Oh, but it's not bad. So don't I'm not bagging on that. Just listen why it's a little off. First of all, Jesus didn't live in the United States of America in 2022. So so that that could be the first little issue right there. Second, Jesus would never get involved in the unbelievable amount of stupid arguments that Christians get involved in. It would never have happened. You want to know why? His goal was to promote the kingdom of God. And if you think that America is the actual kingdom of God, you're more Mormonish than you are Christian because that's what they think. It's like, that's not right. The kingdom of God is where God is king. Where is that? Planet Earth as it begins to learn to be like heaven. It's like that's what's going on. If you were born in Canada, you'd still want to be a Christian, right? Okay, so the idea behind this is for us to understand we want to function the way that Jesus would function. What's recorded on what Jesus would do is recorded for us. You can look at it. You can read it anytime. You can see how he would handle the situation. And we want to reflect that. And now that we're saved, we want to become extensions of that. Are we going to be as as bright, shining as Jesus himself? I think you guys know. But does that not mean that the Holy Spirit can work through us and Jesus helping us, praying, interceding for us, that you cannot be effective to the point where people find the Lord? Of course he can use you that way, and he wants to use you that way. And so when you're going to Easter, dinner, brunch, whatever it's going to be, it won't be that way at our house, but I'm just saying, whatever it's going to be, Think about that process. If Jesus is in the room, I think that's okay to do. Like, how, what's 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 the deal? He's probably not going to load up the Bible gun with Bible silver bullets and just start shooting people left and right. You get what I'm saying by that? There's going to be more wisdom intact. In fact, sometimes Jesus didn't say anything until they they got in there and they had a meal. It's like let's eat first. It's like, well, why is that? Because then everybody's chilled. The defenses are a little lower. Relax. If the Lord has an opening for you, you'll see it if you're looking for it. Okay? But reflect Jesus. Do what Jesus would do. One thing he does is those that are not Christians, those are not the people that he tends to have the biggest trouble with. It's the pseudo-religious ones that are the troublemakers. That's where the problem comes in. Everybody else is like, that's a cool message of hope, man. Right. And when they go, well, yeah, the church is full of hypocrites, you can use this line. I give you permission. Well, yeah, then what's, what's one more? Because <laughs> then that person's a hypocrite. So what's one more? <laughs>
I think it's funny. All right, we'll take our break and we're coming back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself, I go down to the jail of my soul. You may be from a Baptist background, a Pentecostal background, a non-denominational background. David Spoon has that too. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, then give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience. What is the David Spoon Experience? Anyway, that's not even the story. Let me tell you the story. Because it's so big, I cut the first third yesterday. And uh, that's the front of the house. And the back two thirds I'll do today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever that is. But it looks really good. All right? That's, so that's cool. Anyhow, there's uh, – so I'm cleaning it all up, and I've got the little electric weed eater and the little blower. <laughs> They're working. It's works great. Everything's working great. And I have a stick. Now, this stick was there when we moved into the house, and it was a stick that went with a broken rake. And I don't know why uh, my wife and I have kept it in the garage for like 17 months, but I thought, this is ridiculous. I got to get rid of this stick. So I looked at the stick, and I thought, I could high karate this because it wouldn't fit in the trash can, All right? A little too long. You put it in the trash can, even on an angle, the trash can's sitting up about four inches, and you know it was windy yesterday. So if I did that, to catch the wind, and you know. So I thought, nah, I can high karate this. I'm strong enough. And then I thought, this is the kind of thing where pride really gets in the way. I got to be careful. So I did what any other guy would do. I took my two trash cans. I put the stick in between the two trash cans. I took a saw, and I cut the saw half. I used the saw and cut the stick halfway through. So now I'm going to high karate this bad boy and feel good about it. Yeah, no pride here, right? How long do I got? Like a minute, two minutes? Perfect, two minutes. Watch this. So I cut it perfectly in half. I get my arm, my forearm, my elbow, and I go, hi-ya! And I high karate that bad boy. One part of the two part sticks, okay, which is like kind of like a broom handle, hits the top of the trash can where it was sitting, kind of bounced on it, came up, and hit me right in the forehead. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> I was really feeling pride right up until it hit me in the head. And then I realized, one, I couldn't have done it without the saw. And two, even with the saw, apparently I couldn't have done it (laughs) because the stick hit me back. I don't think that was very nice of it. And I will say it did end up in the trash and it went bye-bye. 